I've been nuts like getting money, I'm on my suck again. Tryna stack a little dub, tryna catch a win. And next time I drop a coupe, it's gonna be a twin turbo. Always been a G, but I ain't never been a herb though. Well, I'm switching. Talk some shit. Matt Black. Three. Name. Yeah, two. do you want to do you want us to address you as DJ Matt Black in this intro? You can do whatever you want. Yeah, I think okay. that's appropriate. My friends call me Matt. I thought it was Swagner. Sympatico. Oh God, we don't we don't go with that. Name <laughs> anymore. Is it Swagner? Swagner, yeah. I like that. That's a that's a dying name. That's one I'm trying to. We're gonna bring it of. back, dude. That's the next don't T-shirt. Swagner. No, that's so douchey. That's so douchey. I'm gonna find a girlfriend that way. Okay, Three, fine, fair two. enough. One Ray Rip. Hey guys, welcome back to the Millennial Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Agnelli, here with my co-host Peter Price. Yo. And today our friend, the one and only Swagner. No. Uh, no. <laughs> the Swagner. He came through my front door and he goes, The Swagner, nice to meet you. And I said, dude, I have so much more respect for you now. That is an amazing name. So then he's like, I'm trying to bring it back. And I said, dude, we should definitely bring it back. Um and, and that's how that came in. But we're gonna guys, have to leave in the whole conversation. Uh, what we can do, we'll have everybody vote in the comments. Comments, yeah, I let us bring know. Back Again, okay. I like it. I like, and Team Nick says Swagner for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, guys, this is DJ Matt Black. Um, What's going on? We are going to jump into his story, but first, I want to thank you guys for watching, listening, viewing, and subscribing. Uh, your faith in us means the world, and continue to tell your friend, family, and friends about us, guys. We love it. So, uh, first thing I do want to dive into. Um, this weekend, Pete and I went to Kayla Burke's uh, art mm. show, which oh my God, was sick. Um, place was I, booming. I felt like I was in a movie. It was yeah. like one of those weird things where I'm like, this is crazy. I'm on Palm Beach Island at a fucking sick art show. And the art is dope. I'm not so an dope. art person, but I'm like, wow. It's like I wanted to buy it. What yeah. the fuck? And I'm not an art person. So shout out to you, Kayla. Congratulations for that. The show out was like maximum capacity for sure. Yeah, it was nice. Um, one, one note on that night, guys. If you did see me and I was a little <laughs> bit in a, of an altered state, um, I don't get out much anymore. And so um, I... Uh, I'm an all-in guy, and so it's really hard when I go out not to be, like, all-in. Like, if I'm drinking tonight, I'm drinking, you know, and, and I I'm at, that. I have that type of energy. So once, like, one or two get in me and you start to feel it, like, in your blood, you know, like, when it hits your veins, you're like, okay, you know. Feel good. Yeah. Little proof. tips. There's nothing better than little tips, and then you're on your way. So anyways, uh, one, two, three, four, this guy was pouring strong drinks at the art show, and um, I got a little fucked up. And so Nick I wanted thought he was at his wedding. It was it was a little bad, and on top of that, I didn't really eat all day. So um, it's a facto no. That's a classic Nick Agnelli move. But just a just like a not thought out move. Um, and we're at the age where we should be thinking things out a little bit more. And the kicker to that is, guys, if you met me that night and you're like, "Wow, I thought I knew Nick on the podcast, but what the fuck was that?" <laughs> um, I apologize. And uh, listen, I am human, and um, sometimes I make mistakes, and a lot of times I make mistakes, and I'm trying to learn. So, uh, I love you, and I'm sorry that I just wasn't my best self that night, but we'll learn, we'll live, we're fucking human, and I forgive you, you forgive me, we love each other. Um, Matt, has that ever happened to you when you woke up the next morning uh, with blackout anxiety of what the fuck did I do last night? Um, more times than I'd like to uh, count. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I'll, I'll be frank, dude. I don't think there's any worse anxiety that I've ever felt than blackout. I've never anxiety. been like complete blackout. I don't remember. I remember fragments. Mm. Um, there are things that I tried to not remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I feel like that's just part of growing. Yeah. I mean, back when I first started in like the DJ industry, I was going out, you know, seven nights a week. Yeah. 
you know, drinking Comes with, the territory. with the promoters, drinking with the owners, drinking with the managers, the DJs, just trying to, you know, live that lifestyle. Yeah. That lifestyle catches up with you quick. For sure. Is it in that <laughs> industry, like, when you sit down, like, with a team of managers, right, across all the, the best bars in West Palm, do you think it, it is, like, a, not a status thing, but you have to drink almost? It's like, if you're at that table and you order a water, is anyone judging you? You might get a little bit of peer pressure at first, but at the end of the day, I think a lot of people, like, you could also always be like, oh, dude, I've drank, like, six nights this week, I'm yeah. chilling this night, and yeah. everyone kind of feels you, you know, because yeah, yeah. they're all, like, sort of in the same boat. But you might get a little bit of, like, oh, come on, and then, yeah. but it doesn't go a lot further than that. I mean, it depends on the people you're hanging out with, of course, but... But the way to network is go by going out. That's the hard thing. You I know? mean, yeah, it's not like you can just call up a club and be like, hi, I'm a DJ, I'm yeah. to play. They're going to look at you like you're sideways. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean... It's all about going out. I mean, that's how I met Pete, just mm-hmm. by going out and hanging out in the DJ booth with Nick Flash. Yeah. yeah. Shout out, Nick Flash. Shout out, Nick Flash. He's got an album coming you. out yes. on the 28th. So proud it'll, of you, It'll bro. be out by the time this uh, this episode drops, so go check that out. Did it ever fuck with your mind at all, like the long term? Okay, so now you're, how old are you now? 26 next week. Hey, dad's getting old. Um, <clears throat> but did it ever stress you as you're getting into this business, like, there's days that you don't want to go to work, and you're like, holy fuck, I'm in my mid-20s. Is this career for me? Did that ever weigh in your mind of, I'm going to be doing this when I'm 40, and, and what's the longevity of this? Not really. I mean, it's I definitely don't want to be that old DJ guy in the club that doesn't know what's going on. Mm. But, I mean, I feel like there's, there's a shelf life for DJs. Yeah. I mean... You never want to be that, you know, 40, 50, 60-year-old dude, you know, DJ till 4 o'clock in the morning, four or five nights a week. That's not, I mean, if that's for you, that's for you. But mm-hmm. that's not kind of where I want my life to go, personally. Yeah. Um, I know there's a shelf life. Hopefully, when I meet a nice female and we start settling down, I don't want to uh, be in nightclubs while that's going on. We're trying to build a relationship. And plus, I want kids. Do you do, like, uh, the wedding gigs and stuff like that, too, or are you mainly in the clubs? I do, um, but they're just a pain in the ass. Yeah. I mean, doing them by yourself, I feel like, is a big pain in the ass, and it really depends on the wedding. I mean, Mm -hmm. DJs do private gigs all the time. That's where most of the money is. Mm -hmm. Um, But doing, like, a full-on wedding, you're talking, like, eight to nine speakers, uplighting, light trees. MCing the fuck out of it. Yeah. Pretty much. Running. And plus, you have the stress of that's somebody's, like, special day. And if you fuck something up. Don't be that guy. Yeah, you just can't be that guy. Yeah. And you almost, like, have to take the requests, you know? Well, you, you take the requests, but also there's a lot of the times where things fall through the cracks where, you know... The husband was supposed to put the playlist together and left out a specific song. And you're just like... I don't know what to do. Like, let me try and fix this. And then you have, you know, Bridezilla screaming Mm. down your throat. I mean, it's just, it's a stressful thing. But um, if you're running like a full legit company, I feel like there are like certain steps you can take to cut most of that out. I mean, it's always going to happen. I've had a rabbi scream at me because he didn't have a mic stand. (laughs) <laughs> that's pretty intense i don't know how i would respond in that situation um because that would be my initial response um but yeah i would look at like bad mitzvahs maybe quinceaneros um quinceaneros. <laughs> but 
when when you talk about settling down with a girl, right, and then making that transition, do you have an idea of what that transition would be in that profession? Yeah, it would be into corporate events, private events, stuff like that. I mean, I feel like I'm always going to want to do clubs because, I mean, DJing, like, full nightclubs, like, big nightclubs, that's an adrenaline rush that mm. it's like a drug. And it's hard to, like, go without that. So you have to just, like, kind of compromise and be like, well, if I do one night or two nights a month, I can get that. That high, that, that high. feel, mm-hmm. but also, um, you know, take care of the family, 100%. be there for the kids. Because, I mean, being in a nightclub till four in the morning when you have kids and then waking up, taking them to school doesn't really mix. Yeah. So it's pivoting for your family and then finding out what that pivot is yeah. at the time. Yeah, yeah. That's it. So speaking of chicks, right, do you find when you're, you know, DJ Matt Black and, and by the way, I've never really thought about it that way. I've been at like house parties and I've played a good song and everyone's bumping to it and it's a pretty cool feeling. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine a club. It's got to be the sickest feeling when you put on a banger and oh, yeah. it just goes off. Yeah. But speaking of girls, do you find it hard in the position you're in as a DJ, um, like a sex icon? to um, not be viewed as, you know, I fucked the DJ last night? Um, yes and no. I mean, it really depends. I'm a really nice person, and I feel like my industry, and especially DJs, you know, the womanizers, mm. the, you know, banger, leaver at her front door, never talk to her again type person. I mean, there are those type of people in this industry, but not every single DJ is like that. Mm. I mean, there's a persona that we all put on when we're playing as... You know, we're the fun people, we're the party, let's do shots, you know, where all my single ladies at type shit. <laughs> you know what I find for a lot of DJs, a lot of the ones we've had on, is like, it's almost like a, like a different identity when you step into that DJ mode. You yeah. know, it's like, I have my home self, like, and then I have my, this is my job, and you step into that role. There's Swagner, and then there's DJ That's Mac correcto. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, I think it's really cool because, like, it's crazy. I've seen the DJs out after the podcast. I'm like, that was a different dude than what I saw that night, you know? Most and DJs are introverts. That's, the, that's what I'm getting at, right. you know? Most DJs, like, when they're done or they're off, they just kind of, they either hang out with their clique yeah. or they're at home. I mean, if I wasn't DJing nightclubs, I'd be spending time with my family or at home. Hell Unless yeah. there was, like a really big night that I wanted to go out and, you know, network and see people or kind of like a a different vibe, like going down to Miami and yeah. seeing a certain show or something mm-hmm. like that. Do you think DJing, right, do you think more DJs do it for the energy of what that crowd feel is like when everyone's bumping or the love of music? I think it's both, honestly. Yeah. I mean, there's a thousand reasons to get into this industry. Yeah. Most people get in, you know, some people get in, for the pussy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Dudes want to sleep with the girls. They want to be around. They want to be the life of the party. Um, other people do because they just fell in love with music. I mean, before I was a DJ, I was actually a drummer. And I learned... Slap the bass? A slap of the bass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slap the bass, man. Slap the bass. Mm-hmm. That's the best line. No, I was a drummer, and um, I played in some, like, local high school bands. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing crazy, but I Give me a name of one of them. <laughs> you got to have one in there. The Foreskins. Ah, no! I like it. Swaggerton. We, we copied it. The Swaggerator. Um, um, how I Met Your Mother. There's this band on there. What? The Foreskins. We're like, we're taking this. Name. That's that legendary. We played like one show, I think, for like some 
uh, that's a legendary band. Yeah, the Foreskins have played one show. They got out. Yeah, cover fucking pop rock, punk rock songs. It's amazing. Like Blink One Eighty Two type vibe. Yeah. Oh, fire! Yeah, jumpsuit apparatus. That's it. Nice class. Those are great bangers to throw. Oh hell yeah! When do you know when you're gonna dip into a different vibe? Some nights are you like, I'm feeling rock. We're gonna touch that, or or you know, it really depends on who's at the club like mm-hmm. you know what people are vibing to um if there's a lot of girls there you usually play to the women because if men are trying to dance with women they don't give a shit what's mm-hmm. playing on i've mm-hmm. seen grown-ass men sing miley cyrus mm. oh yeah it's true she's got some bangers <laughs> so put your hands up <laughs> she swizzles yeah. um, she swizzles Old school T Swizzles. New school T Swizzles. I don't not feel new school. She's a little bipolar right now. Yeah, I don't know. She's a little Kanye esque right now. Uh, sorry. Oh man, yeah, too deep. Um, but okay, so you show up that night and you you're, you're reading the crowd. If you were to give like one song to turn all the ladies on, like I want to fuck all my dude and go home. What's that one song? The sex song. Oh God. Um, it really depends on the demographic. Oh gosh, that puts me in a hard position. A normal Friday night at one, two, three. Like go home and sex song. Mm-hmm. Um, bartender by T Pain. Mm. That's a good one. That's a good DJ. That's a good. My DJ. dad likes that song. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> yeah. you know? That's a classic. Everybody that's a classic. They're sing along. They're having close out your tabs. Go home and back. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. I'm that's gonna good. use that next Sunday um, with me wife. Uh, <laughs> 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 just turn on a few candles. Put on that song. I'm good to go. Um, <laughs> which yo, don't sleep on candles, dude. That? Candles is a very like sexual vibe. Yeah. Sure, I mean, I'm, I bring candles uh, in the tattoo studio, though. I'm not trying to no, send any so weird No, so don't, no, no more candles. What kind of candles tattoos? are you into? What kind of smells? Dude, Scents. I like, uh, like, mm, nothing beats, okay, it's that time of year, not, a nice pumpkin autumn, mm-hmm. like, uh, I would like, um, but uh, I'm a big, like, uh, vanilla-ish vibe, okay. you know? I'm not a huge fan of the vanilla-ish Really? Ones. No. What about you? More beach, beach sandy I vibes? like the beachy ones, yep. for sure. Cypress. Like a cypress one? Uh, is that the one that smells like dude's cologne, usually? No, kind of like a fucking Christmas tree, Pete. I don't mind those. Uh, the ones okay. that smell like cologne, but also like yeah. the... Uh, They're usually called mahogany like something. Oak or like mahogany mm, or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then there's also one that I picked up recently. I don't know the brand of it, but it's a leather-smelling one. It smells Interesting. like what? genuine fucking leather. Wow. I always like the like clean cotton ones, too. Clean cotton's nice. Yeah, it just you know, smells like you did laundry. But uh, too much of clean cotton, and I'm like, okay, you know, like when I put my t-shirt on, I want it to smell like, you know, sure. laundry detergent, but no longer, you know? Um, but a nice lemon smell, like pine salt is also sure, nice, too. Yeah, that's yeah, you good. Know? We should come out that's with a, a candle line. Scent. Right? That's true. That's a bathroom. You want the bathroom to smell nice and clean yeah. and all that kind of stuff. The Here's, bedroom, you want it to smell a little sensual, a little homey. You know, yeah. Like you're just being you, hugged Y'all boys yeah, use yeah, pillow yeah. mist? What? You guys use pillow mist? What's this? It's like Febreze, but different name? Yeah, specifically for your pillows. Oh, that's like the poo-poo spray. It's regular spray, but they just marketed it smart. They did, and it smells really good. Well, yeah, it's Febreze, just in a different bottle. Probably the same company. Very small bottle. Oh, mm. that's where they get you. Same price, small bottle. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's good stuff, though. But uh, but to that point, I think we should make a candle company, but make like cool jars that like... Well, like with, so like, I've already got all the supplies. What I've been, happened? I've been hoarding Jameson bottles for a long time. That's what I'm talking about. And I've you put got a the thing on it. that... Well, well, you use the Jameson label. But not even that, Pete. <laughs> but like if you put like, I eat ass on a candle, right? And then it was like, you know, it good flavor. It might raise some questions Nick, of what the scent you? of the candle is. What? Do you? Do I eat ass? 
I have dipped my toes in the ass eating yeah. in my life. Uh-huh. Um, not the biggest fan. Really? You know, I mean, obviously post shower. Did yeah. you have like a, a, a bad experience? What turned you off? No bad experience. No <laughs> bad that experience. Why you had pink eye that one time. Listen, yeah. dude, we What's went. Thing on your lip. <laughs> no, she actually farted in my face that night. <laughs> um, here's the thing. I'm not like opposed to it. Listen, you know, sometimes I want to walk outside in the air to be cold, but most days I like it warm. You know, and what? some, you know. <laughs> And what I'm saying is, like, sometimes you like that vibe, sometimes you don't. But okay. my thing is, is, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It ain't broke yet. You know, so when it starts breaking up, then maybe we try the ass game. Who knows? Okay. Um, but uh, are you an ass guy? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. I love to eat the booties. Okay. <laughs> That's my favorite snack. Okay. Hey. Swagger you nut in your face. What? That was his name. Um, Swaggerton? Swagner. Swag, I like Swaggerton better. Swaggerton. Uh, Pete, I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. Okay, go you for it. You love to do that. You are opening up a tattoo shop yeah. in three months. Uh, guys, yeah. if you're listening, fucking comment. We're going to give, I want you guys, to you to give the viewers, like your top one or two or three names you're thinking about, because yeah. it's hard. He's thinking about his fucking tattoo. Yeah, he yeah. goes by Pete Castle, but now he's got a shop, right? Right. So what are, what are your top three, Pete? Um, so really my top two are sort of the same, but just different variations. And, uh, so hear me out as you know, and you know, I came from the restaurant business for a long time. Uh, when I first started, most of my clientele was all from the restaurant business and I wouldn't like have the career I have without all the time I spent in the restaurant business. As well, uh, I've been training Jojo to tattoo for the last few months. She also comes from the bar business. And so when you work in the bar business, you're in the biz, you know? Or sometimes it's abbreviated as ITB. So I'm kind of stuck between In the Biz Inc. or ITB Inc. Those What's are my your top answer right two. now? If that's the vibe you want to go with, yeah. So ITB? Thinking, well, it sounds like you don't like it. I mean, there's so many different things you could do with it. You could be like, call it the Pete Stop. Well, see, everyone keeps going to naming it after myself, and I just don't really want to name it after myself. I feel like it's kind of douchey. <sighs> but, you know, really. KFC started in Kentucky, you know? So we got to start Yeah, but it's not called home, uh, Colonel Sanders Chicken or whatever. It was probably on the table, though. Pete, don't you disrespect the colonel. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, I know. But that is true. It's but just no, a bad no. example, I think. But you lost- ink isn't bad. I, it's, it's just what I'm leaning towards. Those are, I keep bouncing other ideas around in my head, and those two are kind of what I keep going back to. And that's what I told him on Friday. The names you have right now are fire, right? Fire. But I'm just saying, I he's an artist, you know. Yeah. And I needed. I I think Pete Casso was a work of art, right? Yeah. Thank you, Selecta Steve. Thank you, Selecta Steve. What did Selecta Steve say about the name? Uh, he wants Sweet Pete's Tattoo Emporium because that's what he's always called my studio. And I think that's nice because I don't know what funny. Emporium means and I told him that on Friday. Yeah. You know, um, he was like some type of treehouse or something it like that. It had a good definition, yeah. whatever it was. Um, but I think if, if it's ITB Tattoo Shop or ITB, ITB Inc. ITB Inc. Yeah. I like the ink behind it. I think whatever, I like, I think whatever name it's got to be ink. Um, but I think that's a, that's a hit home run. Like I said, it's you. In mm-hmm. a different characteristic. And I like kind of the meaning behind it, too. The story that, you know, the two artists working there come from in the biz. And well, it's a story a lot of people can relate to. A lot of people are in the biz, but right. are looking at A lot at of people I tattoo are in the, the biz. biz. Yeah, and they want to make that jump outside the biz. And it's like one of those things where, like, if you know what it means, you know what it means. Yeah. If you don't, it's just the name of a shop. 
Mm. Well, okay. here's one thing to take away. No matter what you call the shop, people are still going to come to you. Thank you. Correct. I appreciate that. Correct. Yeah, I'm not going to... No offense, but if I'm going to get pat, uh, tattooed by Pete and you know Pete, I'm not going to say I'm going to go to, uh, you know, uh, ITB Inc. I'm said I'm going to go get tat- tattooed sure. by Pete. You oh, know? I tell everybody that checks out my ink. I'm like, yo, go follow Picasso. Yeah. My dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, like you don't know where uh, the Mona Lisa is. Like, what's the museum of the Mona Lisa? Sure. Yeah. You I know? don't know. You're the Mona Lisa. <laughs> Thank you. <Okay. laughs> it's the Louvre. Anywho. I think. So yeah, let me know what you think below. Yes, guys. Um, because if you got any suggestions, I'll read those as well. But I, I, the merch, I can't wait to see the merch, shop merch. Oh. Well, I've made, that's the other thing, too, is like I've made an ITB shirt before, and it did really well. And what ink? What what font? It was like these, it, they look like kids' blocks, almost. You know, like the mm-hmm. alphabet blocks, mm-hmm. and it was ITB blocks. Like fat, bold. Yeah, in 3D. Oh, 3D? They were pretty sweet. It was, a, it was a dope design, and it did really well. Have you played with logos yet for it? No, I've just kind of had that one in mm. my mind because it was already created. That's kind of the fun part, you know. It's it, um, but if if you do you, so with being a DJ, do you have your own business? Yeah. Okay. What's the name of that? Matt Black Entertainment. I like that. Nice. It's a little porn story too, a you know. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't just specify. We're not far off. Music. Yeah. <laughs> um, listen. You uh, want to impress a nice, pretty girl at the bar, and you want, she goes, Matt Black, I want you to know every word of this next song, and I'll suck your dick right now if that hits. What song are you hitting play to that you know every word to? she a nine or a ten? Ten. Fat ass? Yes. Like, dream girl. <laughs> Take you to the fat ass. Huh. Have the homie smashed. Have the, no. No, no, no. no. I'm, dude, I'm telling you, the diamond in the rough. You want something sensual? That's up to you. Whatever you can get 100% accuracy on. Yeah. Sensual seduction, Snoop Dogg. Damn. I feel like he, Snoop Dogg's got a lot of little words in there, though, you know? <laughs> Made up words, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good one. My Humps for me. Oh, that's a really good yeah. one. Yeah. I sang that like every day in the sixth grade. Um, mm. Probably every day. I got a Baby Boy to Prince, Way I Live. Who? <laughs> Look it up. Sing a little riddle of this it. This is the way, way I live. live. That's a good one. Yeah. That one always bops. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that term. Do you like the term bop? Do you ever say, like, the club is bopping? Or that's a bop? That is a bop? Uh, I'd, I'd rather say popping, or mm. it's, yes. it's lit. Bop's a little uh, TikTok-y. Matt, I want to bring it back to, like, we've obviously talked about a lot about the biz and everything like that. Uh, bring it back to, like, the beginning. I like how you used my term right there. The, the biz. biz. Yeah. ITB. It's catching on. I was in ITB once, uh, Ale House. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it counts, say, dude. It yeah, counts. I was ITB. I know what corner means and, <laughs> behind. and behind and overhead and Nick, fuck you. Um, no, but before that, right. What the fuck um, is taking service bar so long? <laughs> <laughs> dude, I have to fucking split that table with that cunt, you know? Like, that was I just got double set. Yeah, yeah. Double set and the bitch and the fucking one next to me is over there twiddling her dick. Like, thanks for filling up the water cups, bitch. So, Damn, I would have hated to work I got a lot of PTSD. <laughs> there was people smoking weed in the back, dude. It was Miller's Ale House. Yeah, that's classic ITB yeah. shit. Uh, we don't Orlando. Uh, Orlando. Yeah, it was, it was fucking crazy. A yeah. um, lot of shit going on back there. Anywho, um, but before that, right, you're, the way you were born and raised, were you born and raised locally? Where, where was um, that? Born in the Bahamas, raised here. Bahamas. Bahamas. That's an interesting place. We just yeah. tatted the islands on them. Shut up. Where? Yeah. On, my on your leg? Yeah. I'm thinking about the leg, dude. I got one arm. Did you do one arm and one? Oh, you got both arms. Ish. Kind of. You sleeving her up? You sleeving her oh, both yeah, arms? Yeah. Okay. okay. My whole body. Me Love and Matt it. just got real close to our last tattoo session. Right on your balls? Amazing. 
Uh, right on his butt cheek. On my butt. In cheek. the inner butt cheek or outer butt cheek? A little outer butt cheek action. Okay. Oh, yeah. But did you wear like a banana hammock or anything? No. <laughs> no. Full crack out. Oh, did you pull the pants down or completely off? Just, well, just a little. Off. There's, just, just a little to corner. The side, to the okay. Side. All right, guys. You're making me feel weird. Can't, like, can't, you're doing an ass tattoo. Listen. Okay. You know, and you're gonna, you're gonna drag your ball. You're gonna do the ball it's region. Like this big. What? My balls have not been on the table. No. Yeah. You did shave his ass though. Oh uh, yeah, it did. Technically. Mm-hmm. All right. There was a candle burning too. It was so a what if it was? You know when your thigh meets your pubic area? Uh, Would yeah. you ever do a tattoo there for a thousand dollars an hour? Sure. So your arm is resting on his dick and balls? I feel like there's yeah, ways sure. around that. Uh, yeah, it, pr- it probably won't be resting on his dick and balls, but... No, he's got to be fully nude. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying even still, I don't really see myself like... What if he, I'll avoid what, that. What if he pops root when you're tattooed, dude? The precious one That's up. in your way, too. You got you to gotta elbow up like this, dude. You're lefty, man. You're staring you know? every second you have a boner right now. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, you got to do, like, a close one, and you're, like, you know, basically blowing I got the up. headlamp on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Didn't see that pube. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. Yeah, a thousand bucks an hour. You want your dick tatted? Holler at me. Uh, okay. Um, I like Nobody that marketing. Yeah. I'll even tattoo your dick. <laughs> That's your first one. ITB and I'll tattoo your balls. <laughs> um, okay, you're born in the Bahamas. How long did you live there for? Um, only a couple months in the move over here. Okay. But I continued to go back and spend time with my grandparents over there as well. Are your parents bohemian? My mom is. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's sick. And your dad is what? Uh, from New York. Italian. Hell yeah. yeah. That's a fire matchup, yeah. dude. I mean, look at this. Come on. Yeah. Man. That's Swag probably man. a lot of energy together, no? Are they... Uh, yes and no. Mm-hmm. Dad's a little, um, I would say, on the low energy side. Chill. Mom's, yeah, yeah. Mom's on the uh, higher High energy side. Yeah. Um, so when you moved over here, where did you go to school locally? Um, so I went to, God, I forgot the name of it. Kindergarten was this place on Flagler called Flagler Montessori. Okay. Very old Montessori school. What's that mean? Is that his Catholic school? Does that mean? No, it wasn't. Okay. It was just a, you know, kindergarten. What's what is a, Montessori? What's a Montessori, yeah. Montessori? Yeah. Is that a Palm Beach term? I don't fucking know. Yeah, we'll put the definition term. on yeah. the uh, screen. Um, and then after that, believe it or not, I was homeschooled. Wow. From oh, yeah. first grade through my freshman year of high school. How was hey. that? Um, weird. Mm. Mm. Very weird, because my mom made me hang out with a lot of homeschoolers, and they were fucking uh, weird. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were like the girls wearing the skirts down to their um, ankles. Yeah, past yeah. their ankles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so... So I that's d- the thing, though. Like, if you're getting homeschooled, you like connect with the other homeschooled kids. Yeah, not to. Uh... They call it co-oping. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like you got like, oh, me and Pete's kids are both homeschooled. Tuesday I'll take him. Thursday you'll take him. Yeah. And we'll oh, homeschool really? them. Yeah. What that? Uh... So it's almost like they're starting a mini school. Yeah, right. It's like yeah. a mini regular school. Yeah. To be Depending honest. Depending on whether the kids are normal. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because right. these kids, I mean, they were cool, but yeah. like not. Normal. You know yeah. any of them still? I remember their names. I don't hang out with them or anything. Was there like, like a that. William in there? Uh, <laughs> no shade to Williams. William? No. <laughs> you know, Stuart. Not that I remember. Stuart. Um, when you think of a homeschool name, what would it be? Uh, Swagner. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Zing! <laughs> um, okay, so you got to ninth grade. Was it a culture shock? Not really. I mean, I was always kind of 
striving to be different, mm-hmm. striving to not be one of those kind of weirdo kids. Mm-hmm. So, what was your swag like in ninth grade? Oh fuck, if I NBA sauce. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. It's better than me. Yeah, you were NBA socks for sure. I was tucking my true religion jeans into my socks. Ooh, yeah, that was literally look. Yeah, dude, I was thugged out in high school. Oh shit! I was dude. going to the Forty Fifth Street flea market and buying flea tees, which uh, are like the tall tees yeah, with the real tight neck, yeah. and uh, like true religion jeans every day. I was a Nike socks guy, not an NBA socks guy, but I mm. all the thugs tucked their jeans into their socks so that you could see the shoes better. And, People will uh, never know, and pictures will never do hat? justice, dude. What's that? Did you keep the price tags on your hat? Uh, believe it or not, I no. was not a hat guy. Yeah, it was not no. a hat guy, but he would. Yeah, yeah sure, he maybe. Would. I, I had a buzz cut then. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'd yeah. buzz it myself yeah, in like the bathroom. Jail. Yeah. yeah. You're slim, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. That's right. what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. I've seen old pictures of people that I knew who like had drip in high school, and like, oh, it was old, right? But Pete, like I'm saying, pictures don't do it justice. He was like... Bro, you didn't fuck with Pete, bro. And you didn't really know why you didn't fuck with Pete, you know? But you just didn't ask, you know? I have, like, almost no pictures from back then. I've, that's the I've point. tried to find them of, like, yeah. when I tell people, like, no, you don't get it. I was, like, kind of thugging in high school. Yeah. I don't have any evidence to show people. Yeah, like, you know that high school movie you watched, like, the, the rom-com? Pete was the bad boy, you know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, and just, wow. You know, he was straight edge the first year, then went, you know, just completely flipping. That's right. Know, then I was selling drugs trash. the next year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But what high school did you go to? Did you go to a public school or private? Um, I went to a public school. Which one? Forest Hill High School. No shit. Okay. Did you feel like you liked the environment there? It was okay. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of at the point where uh, my gymnastics career was taking off. So backtrack. Excuse me? What? Perfect. Way backtrack. Um, I did regular sports when I was younger up until I was about 10. And I was doing gymnastics at the time. I started when I was like five. So I was doing regular sports and gymnastics. And then gymnastics just started taking off for me. So I'm like, let's just stick with one sport. And so I was a gymnast all the way through. Then I got to high school. Um, went to Forest Hill my freshman. Went for a year and then dropped out. Not of high school, but went back to homeschooling. Um, mm. Because I started traveling a lot more and competing. Were you, like, on the Olympic team? Um, yes and no. So... What? Yeah. <laughs> um, we have this program called the Junior Olympic Program. And I was on the Junior Olympic team for, God, from the time I was 15 all the way through 17, which is when I graduated um, high school. And then got a couple college scholarships, and at that point I was transitioning into the U.S. national team, which is like the seniors and all that. Um, Some shit went sideways, got kicked off with that team, and decided to compete for the Bahamas. You know, Mm. Pan American Games, 2015 world champion. What was your, like, event? A little bit of everything, honestly. Yeah. But I was probably one of the top guys in the country slash world on pommel horse. What's that? Oh, I was going to fucking say that. He's uh. got huge shoulders and triceps, dude. <laughs> that is crazy. The way y'all stick your fucking feet around that, man. Yeah. Like, do you know what I'm saying? You know when their feet are... First off, are those like f- like full pants with no socks or are there socks in there? No, so you wear socks. They're pants with like little cups that go around your heel on the bottom of your foot. Oh, okay. Your pants on you. Wow, because, dude, every time it just looks like their lower body is one, dude. And, and but the whole time, dude, 
people, okay, so I used to be competitive CrossFitter like for three years. So like I had like a touch of gymnastics compared to like, like, dude, the shit you guys do is crazy. People don't understand like the complexity of gymnastics is I don't think, like, I think it's the hardest sport in the world. It's like so, dude, these bitches flip 15 feet in the air, bro, yeah. and they catch it and like, oh no, okay. Anyways, um, so cool. I love gymnasts, dude, sickest. But anyways, so Paul Mahers, why were you so good at that? Was your core, was your, you know, I just was good at it. I don't mm. really remember being um, terribly bad at any of it. I just remember. You Were know, you pretty kinda... jacked at this time? Or like in real, real good shape? Uh, probably. I mean, I say the best shape of my life, but yeah. I mean, I was 135 pounds. Like wow. just ripped. Lean. Like every fucking muscle you could see. Damn. Um, I got to see a picture of that after. We'll put one up here. Um, but, okay, so... It was your dream to obviously be on the Olympic team. Oh, that, yeah. that, that was yeah. the, the... Um, So at that point, I had moved to Georgia. Um, I was going to school at the University of Georgia. I got a couple of college scholarships, but decided not to take them. Um, but one of the best coaches in the country lived in Augusta, Georgia, where the uh, Masters Golf Tournament mm -hmm. is, ironically. Um, and so I moved up there, started training with him, was up there for three years, um, I was on the U.S. team for three weeks, got kicked off over some bullshit. What happened? Can we mention the bullshit? Um, it's kind of been long enough already. So you know that dude that diddled all the girls? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like, at that point, it was kind of going on, and I was kind of close with um, some of the girls that were getting diddled, mm -hmm. and they had like mentioned, like, hey, this fucking dudes touching my shit mm -hmm. and i mentioned it to the coaching staff and three weeks later steve penny who was the president of usa gymnastics uh sent me a nice little letter saying you're no longer on the team wow, wow. for being the whistleblower yeah. nah, i wasn't the whistleblower i just kind of mentioned be like hey you might want to look into this wow yeah dude there is so much like, that's pretty nuts. And that shit happens all the time, dude. Really? He's in, oh, the fucking diddler dude's in prison. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah, the yeah. president who covered all this shit yeah, up, went, dude's yeah. in prison. No way. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, how do you keep that on your conscience, like, living that type of way, knowing <clears throat> that's happening, dude? And, like, I do really think it's true when they say they are they are just as bad as the fucking guys doing it. Because yeah, if you're allowing yeah. that to happen... I mean, it all um, comes down to money. Correct, you know? Mm. And, and, you know, I'll shut up if you don't say this, yeah. and, you know, and, and it's, it's so on and so forth. It's so That's pretty nuts. But, um, wow, that is a, a bite. And um, when you got sent home from the team, was it like just fuck this it whole system? It wasn't sent home from the team. Or, it was more just like they sent me a letter. Hmm. Could you have said, did you think about saying, fuck you, I'm taking this to the press or something? Not really, no. Mm. That, I mean, they kicked me off the team for mentioning and passing, hey, you know, like, Probably under 10 words. Wow. So, I mean, it is what it is. I decided to um, go back to my Bahamian roots because I've always had dual passports, dual citizenship. So I went to the Bahamian Olympic Committee and said, hey, I'm one of the top guys in the U.S. I'm gonna Shut compete for up. you. And they're like, all right, cool, yeah. And so um, Pan American Games, uh, World Championships in Glasgow, Scotland, 2015. And then right before the 2016 Olympics, shattered my ankle. Damn. Yeah. Fuck. How'd you do that? On the vault, actually. 
That's what I'm saying. Handspring double front, half out, hand slipped, okay. came down on my ankle. Just because I'm trying to understand the complexity, you just said like 10 words really fast. <laughs> uh, you said, okay, go through that one more time, but so, slow. It's a front handspring, so you run at the vault uh -huh. table, hit like this. Okay. Do two flips. Two flips. And then a half turn and land. I know what you're feet. saying, in bomb. But instead of, you know, pushing off and blocking, mm -hmm. my hand went like this. Still went for the double flip. Made it around, but like so close to the floor where like when I turned, my ankle was sideways. It was late, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fuck, Damn, man. dude. That's what I'm saying, bro. Would you try that for a grand? I'd try it. One I probably try, wouldn't do it. But you have to try it 100%. Yeah, sure. I'd try it. I would kill myself, dude. <laughs> I would spring right into the next board. You know, the first board, I would try to go way too aggressive with. Yeah. But he even said, like, stalk it. What, what's this called? Brace? Uh, Block. Blocking. Yeah. Blocking my face. I mean, you're running <laughs> as fast as you can at a stationary object. It's kind of like a See, mind fuck. Now, this is a genuine question. When guys stick it, you know how the girls do the, you yeah. know, you guys, is it like chill? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know, we'll, we'll like uh, salute like this. Okay, okay. Like so just know that. Like, it's yeah, not yeah. like, you know. As flashy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, does it I mean, double buy, you know? Double usually buy. when we stick, we're just fucking jazzed up. We're just like, yeah, oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, dude, that fires so me funny. up. Um, Tell me you've hit an Iron Cross before. Uh, yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Dude. I would just have a pic. So I would print a picture with me doing an Iron Cross with a cig in my mouth. Right? Just looking right <laughs> at the camera. Should, you know, now that I think about it, I should have done that because back during my whole entire gymnastics career, yeah. I was doing so much bad shit. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, you know, or do like a <laughs> like a calendar with like different poses, you know? But like just your dick and balls. In a, sorry. That was, I'm going down a rabbit hole here. You've um, thought about this before. <laughs> I haven't. Here's a question I have for you. In jail, I, I thought about the other day. You shave your pubes in jail? Uh, Again, nah. you guys get like two razors a week. Is nah, anyone I, didn't. I remember that was probably the longest my bush has ever been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you did that for the uh, the national Beha uh It's always hard for me to say Bahamian. 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 Okay, I got a speech impediment, and uh, I think. And um, after that, did you try to go for the twenty twenty Olympics or what was it? No. So after that, I kind of retired. I had some stuff going on in my life um, that were. A little bit more pressing. Mm -hmm. I was like 19 years old, got engaged. Okay. Yeah, that didn't work out very well. Engaged to who? Um, Not, you don't have to name names. I'm saying to like a sweetheart of 10 years? Of oh, like, God, no. Okay. A girlfriend of six months. Mm. She was a model from Great Britain. Accent? Oh, yeah. <sighs> yep. <laughs> Is I that what did it? Yeah. <laughs> um, In the Bahamas, you met her? No, so her brother was a gymnast also, and I kind of mm. shacked up with the older sister type shit. <laughs> uh, beef there? No. <coughs> no, no beef. Yeah. Um, so six months in, and you're like, okay, I'm 19, I think I'm ready to rip it? Yeah, there was, was other the stuff yeah. going on, okay. you know, her status of citizenship mm. and all that. Mm. Understood, understood, understood. Yeah. Thought so, I could be the, the night shining on, yep. So... You decide to get engaged, right? Mm -hmm. Things aren't going well. Um, you do end up getting divorced. Um, separated. We or separated. Married. Okay. Oh, um, so you never actually got married? You were just engaged? No, no yeah, we just, were engaged, engaged for three, four months. Mm -hmm. Okay. Something okay. like that. Um, how you, how'd that split go? Was it messy? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Her yeah. mom got involved. Mm -hmm. Oh. Yeah. We, uh, we rented an apartment together. and <sighs> All that shit. And then just one day she's like, I'm leaving. I no longer love you. We're out. We're done. 
I was like, huh. So you didn't see it coming? Oh, fuck no. Wow. No, like, bro, like, literally out of the blue, just like, I don't love you no more. I'm leaving. Bye. And I was like, shit. What do you... Because is that like a fight or flight moment? Like, it, like, how do you react to that? Like, are you fucking insane? I really didn't know how to react to it. I was like 19 years old. Mm. Mm. How would you react to that situation today? Fuck, dude. I mean, okay, so that's tough. I mean, today, I feel like I'm... This is a very hypothetical situation, but JoJo comes in and says, listen, I'm packing my stuff, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, I don't even really want to answer this. Yeah. Because um, I'm the type of guy to be like, listen, I'm not going to argue, but A, speak logical to me so we could talk this out. Or are you already convinced that you're already leaving? So in that case... Fuck it, leave. Yeah, right. I, I've, I'm kind of in the same boat as you where I'm like, if you want to go, I'm not going to like stop you. You know, yeah. I'm not going to try and convince you to stay because I've, I've been through that before yeah. where I like tried to save a relationship for fucking ever and it made me miserable and it still ended up ending, you know, <laughs> and then now I'm kind of to the, but I think like going through that experience now put me in this mindset where it's like, well, I'm never doing that again. If yeah. someone wants to go, I think it's something you have to go through. Once you go through, I mean, you come out a different person, yeah. right? 100%. You have a little bit more clarity on. Yeah. Did you come off a very like closed off person? You know, like I don't really trust no one. Yes and no. Mm. I think that happened over time because I've had girlfriends after that. Um, and I think it just really, I think I was just too young, mm. too young to understand like the gravity of it. I felt like my world ended. Kind yeah, of. right. Were you in love? I think a, I don't, I don't want to say I was in love because I was 19. I didn't know what the fuck love was. Mm. I think I was in a version of love. Lust. Maybe. Uh, that might have been it. Yeah. How yeah. old was she? Uh, she had just turned 20. So like mm. a, just a little two older. Cougar. years-ish older than me. Yeah. I think Did you stay hard. single for a long time after that? Were you a dog? <laughs> no, I went through a, I would say like a six month depression. Yeah. Just like I call it my black hole phase. Yeah. Where I just like, I I've been in one of those. I fucking mm. banged everything and anything mm. that I could find. Mm -hmm. It was a. Uh, Were you DJing at this point? No. Okay. No. I, I, I think that's kind of what saved me from all of it, honestly. Where were you living then? Uh, In the apartment. But, I mean, like what town? Oh, West Palm. Oh, okay. okay. So were you like going out a lot then? Oh hell yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when would you consider yourself a regular at these bars when you were going out all the time? I would say so, yeah. And was it from becoming a regular that you kind of uh, sprawl these relationships that now you know you DJ for? Yes and no. So most of the places that I DJ at now, I've met through um, just being a DJ. Yeah, yeah. Um, the first resident, well, I won't, I won't want to say residency, but. The, I guess I could say residency. I was mm -hmm. there for like almost a year. It was um, Pawn Shop, the mm. now Clematis Social or something Yeah, like right. That. Former Dr. Feelgoods. Form yeah. <laughs> I've, I've tried Former to like... Monkey Club. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I've heard this progression so many times, a regression, yeah. and I just, I, I try to stay along, but I don't even know that road. I know Duffy's. Yes, you know. <laughs> yeah, same road. Uh, fuck you, Duffy's. <laughs> uh, anyways... Um, I think it's hard too, right? Because I think after I say I would, that's something like that to happen to me. I wouldn't want to open up ever again either, like with right. my heart, you know, because I don't know. I, Have you opened up since? In ways, yeah. Yeah. I feel like um, when it's the right person, you just kind of yeah. know, which is hard to find when you're in this industry. Mm -hmm. If you were to talk to any of your past, either like ex situationships or, or, or girlfriends since 
being engaged. Do you think one of the things they would say is that you're closed off or do you feel emotionally available in these relationships? I would say being closed off and emotionally unavailable was a big part of why they didn't succeed, but mm. also a lot of trust issues. Mm. Um, most of my relationships have been during me being a DJ. Mm. Right. Which is so very, trust issues with them, to, like them not trusting yeah. your activities? Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, you're the life of the party. Women come up to you all the time. It's... Yeah. Did your temperature change as a DJ when you got in these relationships while DJ? Not really. I try to look at it as this is a job I need to go in and do. Yeah. I'm going to go mm-hmm. do that job no yeah. matter what. Yeah. If I need to be, you know, the party kid, the let's do shots, where are my single ladies at? Yeah. Kind of not entertain, but like the same way a female bartender talks to, right. you know, a, a male. Um, God, what's the word I'm looking Patron. for? Patron. Client. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is not Monroe's. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. yeah, I was about to say that did sound a little, you know, no, no not like this, a little bit of sex appeal. Like, hey, how yeah, you doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever mm. kind of stuff. A lot of, a lot of babies, sweeties, yeah. you know, huns. Yeah. Um, now, when you got out, you know, out of these relationships, and since you've completely single. Yeah. When was the last relationship you were in? Uh, four months ago. Oh. And how? Uh, I was gonna say, well, are you good terms? Uh, kind of. Okay. That's one thing, like, with exes, I usually just kind of keep them out of my life. There's mm. not really... But you're a DJ, so they could keep them in, in your life. So, fun fact, up until this last relationship, all of my exes don't live here. Oh, okay. that's good. That's Safe a win. play. Yeah. So, does that mean you were doing, like, the long distance thing? Um, yeah. Yeah, actually. How's that? It was okay, but still, with tough, the DJing kinda? and all Was that. it ever tough... You know, I hadn't seen my girl in two months, a little horny, and there's a tent in front of me that's trying to suck my balls? Not in not in the long-distance relationships, mm. no. Good, because that shows you care. Yeah. You, you ever know. done FaceTime sex? Well, yes. What? what is this? Uh, it's something they talk about on that comedy podcast I listen to all the time when someone brings up being in a long-distance relationship. What, do you Facebook the camera? What is that? No, nah, you guys bro. are touching each other yeah. on the camera, you know? What do you mean? Like, I'm doing this, and she's no, like... No, you're stroking your little Peter while she does her <laughs> thing. Oh, you're just staring at each other. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Through, like, through a give, phone? You give each other, like, a little show. Honestly, I feel like in those situations, it really depends on the girl, but, like... Have you ever had a girl ask for a dick pic? Yeah. And like been like, I just want to see your penis. So they've asked? Yeah, one time. Okay. One time. Uh, that's not a lot, I swear. <laughs> but like, ha- like, I feel like women in general yeah. don't get aroused by seeing a penis. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like if they saw like a shirtless, like, you mm-hmm. know, kind of thirst trap thing. Right, right. So I feel like in those Dear like point. FaceTime yeah. shows, it's more of her helping you out. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But maybe you might be helping her too. You know, depends. Um, they all vibed up and whatnot. What's that mean? Vibrator. Oh, oh. oh vibed. I've been huge on the slang. <laughs> so many abbreviations. Dude, you heard my story this week, and I said I went to Bagel Beach. No. It's Bistro, but that's what I'm saying. I've been using a lot of abbreviations lately. Just cutting the a couple of last letters off. Yeah, of I think words. it's nice. But you put on some end of words, right? I've been calling it gas gasoline lately. Okay. You know, like that's gasoline. Yeah. I don't make sense, bro, sometimes. Um, <laughs> now, you are single, and let's stop talking about relationships because you're mingling. I know that doesn't mean you're a dog, but ladies, if you're into them and you're like Instagram creeping them every weekend, see where's DJing. 
And to that point, if you were to pick one bar to DJ at the rest of your life, you can never leave, what would it be? Oh, fuck. That's tough. Um, does it have to be local? Yes. It has to be in Palm Beach County. Correct. Hmm. I mean, I feel like this is super cliche, but Deterra. Mm. Yeah. It's a good one. What if it wasn't local? Blackbird, Miami. Not the one that just Blackbird's opened. a not, chain? Not, not up. It's no, a no, chain. no, 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 no. They can't steal names. Different vibes. Totally. I actually haven't been to this one yet. Mm-hmm. Kind That's... of intrigued. Um, what a great name. There was some talk about me kind of like hopping in and DJing. Blackbird Inc. I kind of... But no, there's this place down in Miami called Blackbird. Um, God, where is it located? I forgot like where it's around. I kind of remember when I'm on the way there, but um, it's downtown, mm-hmm. and it's a indoor outdoor bar. And mm-hmm. some of the best DJs in I want to say Florida slash the world DJ there. Sick. Um, I did like a Tuesday night like right before COVID down there, wow. and it was like one of the coolest rooms I've ever been in because you can play literally anything. Yeah. Mm. Like anything, anything, like punk rock into mm-hmm. um, Spanish music, into like salsa, merengue, and mm. bachata, like literally everything. Wow. Cool. One of the coolest rooms I've ever played. Dentur's got definitely a status. Now, if you yeah. were to, um, you know, your family's coming down from New York, right? And they said. No family in New York. No family in New York. Dad's from New York, though. Yeah. No more families. Families come from anywhere. And they say, listen, you're sick. You have COVID for the next two weeks. I'm only here for a week, and I have one night to go out. I got to go listen to a DJ. What DJ you tell me to go listen to? Ooh. Do they have to be local? Yes. You're trying to get Swagner some smoke. No smoke. That's what the people want. So I'm not DJing. I can't tell them to come. No, no, no. Yeah, you got COVID. Oh, fuck. Um, God, that is a great fucking question. Mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gave me the eyes like that was a hard question. That was a good question. <laughs> this is something I'm gonna have to think about. Well, you're gonna have to live with it too. So you make a good decision. <laughs> no, no. I feel like all the DJs downtown kind of don't know. No, no, no. All it's like it's kind of like a brotherhood. We're all kind of cool with each other. There's some outliers. Yeah, I'm not gonna name names, but um. I feel like everybody kind of in the same clique of rotations as far as like Datura, Kachina, Bradley's, and all that kind of stuff. I feel like we're all like really cool with each other. Hell yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't feel like it's... um, Any beef? I don't think there's any beef. I mean, it's all good food on the table, right? But what's the best meal? Fuck. Um, (laughs) Now, I'm going to say this strictly for DJ talents. Um, I'm going to have to say select to Steve. Nice. Even though, Steve, I know you're probably going to be watching, I really feel like you don't like me. <laughs> he gives you me a beef yeah, with, like, with Swaggerino? I don't, think, I don't think it's beef. I just think it's like we haven't hung out enough. Mm. But I, I don't know. It's just always kind of... He's that guy who's yeah. friends with a lot of your friends, but you're not really yeah, friends with him, yeah. you know? But you're like, are, do we have beef? Because you haven't reached out to be friends with me, but, but I, I like haven't really either. In this industry, a lot of people are friendly to your face to mm. kind of get in places. Mm. And, like, that's just not the type of person I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Well, uh, Select Steve, is, we hung out with him this weekend. Yeah. I'm sure he loves you. It probably just... 
You, you, I feel you, like it's the same thing with like Ryan at Tatura. Like I right. felt for the yeah. whole time he did not like mm-hmm. me, and then finally like he's like, got a great poker face. Oh, bro, really yeah. good. Like I, I can't read him. He's like a sphinx. He's kind of like that too sometimes. I think that's just like am I? Well, I sometimes I you need a face, and I'm like, uh, is he pissed or is he gonna beat me up or is he happy? You know, <laughs> um, usually well, happy. But uh, I think Tyler has a really good face too. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think it kind of just comes with in, in nature. Now, Reed, I've never really seen Reed's face like that. Have you seen a mad Reed's face? Uh, no, nah, it doesn't happen often. He's pretty usually lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Was dancing in four on Friday. That was a shit. You dumped a drink on your head. No way. I swear to God. Huh. That was the type of stage I was Again, I was not okay. And I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, it you was dumped one of, a drink on your head. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been known to do that. That's kind of my move. It's his wedding move. Yeah, wedding yeah, move. You're I mean, in a I, private venue, like but like you're out in public. Like your <laughs> right. clothes are wet. Yeah. Like, you have to get in your truck. There were <laughs> several reasons I fucked up. All right, man. <laughs> that was like step ten of fucking up. You missed the first nine. It was bad. It's a very professional man that I was meeting, and I said, "Yeah, I'm that guy," and walked away. It's, it's not okay. I was introducing him to Rick, the, like the founder of State and Bowery Group, and I'm like telling him about the shop that's opening up. I'm like, oh yeah, this is actually the guy that I'm splitting the space with. And Nick just walks by and passes and goes, yep, I'm that guy, good guy to know. And just keeps moving. That's kind of big dick energy. No, that, <laughs> no that's super no, dishy. Maybe that's to you. That's super over here just like, no, 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 fucking no, no, no. And to Rick, if this ever reaches you, I am so sorry, that's not who I am. But... What happened was, Pete, I had to pee so bad. And I was yeah. in this conversation where I couldn't leave. So I finally, because you were like four seats over. Right, right. So I finally had this opportunity to be like, not rude, but I'm out. Yeah. And you were like two steps in and you tapped me on the shoulder. And to be honest, Pete introduces me to a lot of people. Pete knows everyone, right? Yeah. So for me, it was like, I didn't even see anything. And I said that and I walked away and I was like, again, that was a little douchey. A little douchey, <laughs> a lot douchey. And I don't, that's not who I am, right? So... Um, I love you, Rick. Uh, shit. Uh, but anyways, I, I did not, for liable reasons, pour a drink on my head inside of four. It was just outside of four. No, inside four. Um, but I think it was just a DC, if that helps. A, I was drinking a, a DCs? Diet Coke. I was drinking DCs by that point. That's not good news. Um, <laughs> now, when you see, right, the next, like, three to four years being, like, for you, what do you see? Um, I mean, I really feel like sky's the limit, honestly. Anything could happen in this industry. I mean, the world could fucking end and no more DJs. Um, but I, I'd like to think that I would, um, kind of climb that nightclub DJ ladder mm-hmm. and kind of get more fulfilling gigs as far as like, you know, some stuff down in Miami. Definitely want to play 11. Yeah. Stuff like that. And then do some traveling. Hell Yeah. I've done some light traveling here and there, but nothing that's quite stuck. Listen, bro, you keep on this road, they'll fucking pay you to travel and come DJ. That's you go to Ibiza? Like that's kinda <laughs> that's kinda I feel like that's kinda every DJ stream is to like travel yeah. the US slash world and DJ dope clubs. Dude, Mykonos? There's so many places. <laughs> yeah, I hate when you do this. What <laughs> That's how the British say it. Yeah. Uh, that's local there. Um, my, my no, goodness. no, but seriously, dude. And and obviously you could see your competitive nature being a Olympic gymnast, because you fucking were, now translates over to your profession. You oh, know, yeah. and it's I not mean, like it's not like I want to be just in this position forever. So I need more. I feel like you're always striving for more, especially just in life. I mean, you always want more money. I don't think anybody's ever really satisfied. I, I know some content people. But right? I, feel... I think the older you get, the more contentness happens. For some, I think everyone's yeah. a little different. Yeah. yeah. 
I think in this age, everyone wants to be like motivational and I'm killing it. I mean, there's some days where I'm like, fuck. I, yeah, I but just how many wish. people are actually killing it? True. Yeah. It's a facto. Um, and that's the reality. But to the world on social media, everyone sees something different. Everyone's killing it on social media. Exactly. What's like your number one spot you'd want to go travel in DJ? First Ooh. on the list. Um, Dallas, Texas. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cool. They have a Texas dope, is popping right now. Yeah, they have a dope nightlife um, nightlife area right yeah. now. Never partied in Texas. Have you ever partied in Texas? I've never been to Texas. No. Fucking dope. Yeah, I need, I need to get, we would need to get cowboy boots and a cowboy hat. Mm. And go... Uh, One of those ties. We'd have to go like, line dancing. You can actually get some of the best cowboy boots ever made in the whole entire fucking world in Dallas, Texas. Really? Yeah. There's this place called Letty's. It's at the um, stockyards. They'll okay. custom fit like your foot and make your own boots. And Sick. it's like mm. expensive, but worth it. Okay, so you mentioned this a second ago, like the the world could... Something could happen to the world and there'd be no more DJs. Mm-hmm. Say that happens... What uh, what do you think you do? You have like any hobbies or anything that you would pursue? Um, I could pretty much if the world ends. Well, no, that's I was starting to say that, but that's probably mm-hmm. not the word. Take over, there's you no need for DJs. If it was something he said a minute ago, and I yeah. paraphrased it wrong. Thanos snapped all the DJ yeah, yeah. jobs. Oh, DJ's gone. All yeah. right, okay, gotcha. That's what um, I said. I actually have a pretty good background in a lot of different things. Um, I went to culinary school, so I'm a certified chef. Cool. You could be a gymnastics coach. You know that fucking oh, sport fuck pretty that. well. No, you never? <laughs> so my parents actually own a gymnastics gym locally. What? Oh, really? And you you never, like, uh, it will come back to you, bro. I feel it. I feel like one day I want to be like a There's little football coach. There's just not, my whole entire family actually works there. All my brothers and sisters, yeah. I'm the one that uh, kind of got away. And what's the deep emotion of why you don't go back? Is it resentment? I don't think it's that. I just think it's, I don't want to dwell on the past, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that part of my life is over. Mm-hmm. And when not you look like back, when you I'm look salty back, about it, it's just yeah. more like uh, we're on to the next thing. I don't want to focus 100% on this. Yeah. When that chapter was closed, was it in happiness? Was it, was it an understanding? Um, I think I, took, I, I needed some time to do that. I was dealing with a lot at that point in time um, in my life. But I feel like over time, it kind of got a little bit easier to accept. I mean, for... Up until that point, the last 17 years was gymnastics, 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 gymnastics. So moving into something else that I can put the same amount of effort into, which is DJing and all that kind of stuff really kind of helped me get over it. And, you know, I think that in due time, too, you look back at it with more happiness of like that made me who I am. Oh, 100%. Exactly. Work ethic, um, focus. Discipline. Yeah, keeping your composure. Sticking fucking lifts and shit. Exactly. (laughs) Keeping them toes together. You probably fuck like a porn star. (laughs) Oh, he's flexible, too. Forgot about that. You hitting splits? Not anymore. Can you hit a split? If I really tried, probably. Ladies. (laughs) Swaggenator. Um, you want to get your ass eaten while someone's doing a full split? <laughs> <laughs> he will face fuck your face, face fuck oh your God. Oh, sorry. That was fun. Dude, if I could do splits, I'd be doing some shit. I'd just drop down. I'd be right in front of the TV split. <laughs> I mean, that takes time. So that's like shit you got to keep up with. I, yeah. After I retired, I didn't do gymnastics or any like backflips, handstands, yeah, or any of that for like a long time. It's like riding a bike, though. What? It's like riding a bike. Kind yeah. of. I mean, could I hit a backflip right now if I really wanted to? Right now on air? Probably. Will I do it? No, because I'll hit the ceiling. Podcast like, like, first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god! How awesome dude. would it be if I did it and kicked the fucking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he lands it and throws a fist up, and it just like kills it. Just like a triple quad black oh, foot. Man. So you can do fulls and stuff. Yeah, I could do everything. What? Cool, Want to see some videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll um, put some videos up on the screen. Now or should we pull it out after? Send them to me afterwards, and I'll put them on the screen. I got you. Cool. I'm ballin' too, my nigga. When the song come on, I'm spending money. Wow, dude, that is insane, man. And up on them rings. Yeah. Do the muscle cross. ups, iron crosses. But not the swinging ones the crossbearers do. Mm. So you're you dead hang just So you got the double bars, the horse, yeah. the vault, the rings. Mm -hmm. And the floor. And the floor. All six. Can you pick like Meek Mill for your floor routine? So we don't use music for floor routines. What? Yeah, it's only the women. It's a dance though. Oh. Yeah, yeah, really? That's that. sexist. Y'all probably want some music to bump right? to. Like, the baby I mean, comes on? I'm doing six flips. That'd boy. be sweet. Yeah. I think back then the baby was still the baby. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Hot true. take. Um, you never got the chance to go to the Olympics, right? You hurt no. yourself. When you saw Simone Biles back out of the Olympics due to mental health issues, what was your initial reaction to that? <laughs> um, I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this, but I thought it was super disrespectful. Mm. Um, for her being... Because I knew her. We were like personal friends and stuff. She actually slid into my DMs when I was a gymnast. Shout out. Hey. Could have hit, didn't. Um, <laughs> I don't mean to flex on everybody, but. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. She was pretty young. Wait, she was getting bleep on no, that. Yeah, uh, she was. Um, oh, she's probably actually your age. Yeah, yeah. She hey. was uh, 16. I was 17. Mm. Simone. Mm. Okay, uh, so continue. Um. No, that was stupid. Yeah, Mental yeah. health issues? No, you're at the fucking Olympic Games. Go out there and do your fucking job. Mm. I mean, and that that's at least how I saw it. Mm -hmm. I think, um, I mean, back when I was a gymnast, there wasn't a lot of social media yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, you're not doing things for likes. You're not going to get canceled. You're not, I mean, not really doing any, anything like that. So, from my point of view, my standpoint... Yeah, no, you get the fuck back out there and you do your job. You came mm -hmm. here. This is the Olympic Games, not, you know, so many people strive their whole life for that one week of, you know, competition that not a lot of people get to go to. Yeah. You know, like there's people that tear their biceps, break their ankles, break their fingers and all that and still compete because it's the Olympic Games. Mm -hmm. Tell me you messed up a, she messed up a vault and kind of got spaced out and... I'm taking a mental health day. Yeah. yeah no. Oh, that's what happened? Yeah. yeah. She quit the Olympics because of mental health. And here's my thing. But it was I, after messing something up? Yeah, she messed up one of her vaults. Yeah. I mean, she, dude, she's like just a giant muscle. She was probably going down in history as one of the best gymnasts, wow. female gymnasts of all time. Mm -hmm. um, she literally So she like was hitting feet. vaults that, like, she was at the point where, like, they had to dumb down her scores in order for the rest of the people to have a chance. Wow. Like, that's the level of vaulting she was doing. And she kind of, like, messed one up, freaked her out. Doesn't mean you just kind of right. give up. And especially at that level, the amount that she's trained and the amount of Olympics and world championships and high-level competitions she's been to, there's no reason for that. Yeah. She should have competed. What do you think the Olympic coach's reaction, if you, if you were to be a fly in the wall in the locker room when she walked in, she goes, I'm not doing this mental health. What do you think their initial reaction was? Um, anything you want, Simone. 
Yeah. He's the poster child of USA Gymnastics mm. and pretty much... And so when she want. bows out like that, does someone fill her spot? Yeah, or? one of the alternates. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and here's my thing. My opinion, I respect your opinion because you were at that caliber. Yeah. I was never at an Olympic caliber. So to me, it'd be like, yeah, that stress ain't shit. I'm, I'm not even fucking close to it. I mean, being, you know? it, I would rather land on my head in mm. the middle of competition than back out mm. because mm. I was scared or back out because something didn't feel right. Mm. I, I would rather fall flat on my face. I would rather break my ankle in the Olympics knowing that I went to the Olympics and I did my best mm. rather than backing out because I had mental health issues. And I don't think you're saying that the stress or the pressure isn't there because obviously oh, at that there. level it is, but it's like that's what you signed the up whole, for and that's what you've been working watching. towards. Like everybody's watching right. and they will remember this for the rest of your life. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane, man. And the only way I could view it is like if I was the coach, right, and someone came to me like that, I would just say, yo, you trained literally your entire life for like three weekends uh, in your life. Like, don't. Like, you made it to that weekend, you know, and you have 18 years of other training. I think in her mind, I mean, she was already, already renowned. Yeah. She was already the best in the world. She's, what does she have to prove? Mm. Yeah. But, but I, I guess like, now everyone remembers her as this. Yeah, I mean,. It, it, it was kind of, I, I feel like it was selfish because, I mean, she has the gold medal. She has this. Mm -hmm. She has the fame, the money, the, all this. Yeah. And it's just like selfish of her because she, she's not representing Simone Biles. She was representing the United States. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's something you have to take it's into consideration. The way you speak, the way you talk, the way you do anything representing another country at any international competition. I mean, that reflects on the whole country. Mm -hmm. And I think we have this opinion because we have that type of view of where we live and how lucky we are and our privilege. I think a lot of people think like, fuck the U.S., like, you know, this place sucks. And like, they're like, you know, do what's best for you. Don't worry about that. When I talk about like as a country and showing up as, on a national level, I think you do have to think it's bigger than me. You know, it's, it's, it is. it's I mean, that's why the U.S. is the U.S. Yeah. that it is today. I mean, you think all those people that went and fought in World War II were thinking... I hope I, you know, woe is me. I'm yeah. hurt this. No, they put their lives on the line yeah. to go support the United States of America to yeah. fight for our freedoms. I mean, same thing with um, gymnastics. I mean, one of my coaches was on the U.S. men's national team. Shout out Dan Hayden. I know you're watching. Shout out Dan Hayden. Um, it was during the 80s, during the Cold War, and wow. constantly competing with the USSR and, like, you know, mm, bumping yeah. shoulders between rotations. Like, it was it was wow. on. Yeah. That was, like, during the Miracle a hockey game. Yeah? You what know? was that? Same. You've never seen the Miracle? The mm. Miracle on Ice? I don't think so. What? It's about the U.S. team beating like the USSR. It's, like, one of the best like... three sports movies ever, Pete. I'll go watch it. Sorry. You need to ASAP. Okay. Yeah. Um, Pete Cold War, um, U.S. beats Russia in hockey. Mm-hmm. I don't know where... And they had professionals, and we only had college guys. Yeah, we, really? we had a ragtag team, but through uh, devotion and good old-fashioned Americanism, mm -hmm. we won. The Miracle on Ice? Yeah. It sounds like a figure skating. If you, if you look right? up The Miracle, okay. you'll find it. It might not be The Miracle on Ice. Who's um, the main dude? God, what was his name? Oh, what the fuck? He's so good. He's so good. Uh, <laughs> he fires me up. Right? When he comes in, kicks a gallon, I'm like, yeah, you know? Um, so... I think your life, Matt, is sick, and I think you, uh, the energy I feel from you is that you're really at a really good content place with life, where you're like, you know, whatever direction I head, 
I'm content because I'm I'm loving me and yeah, like I, I mean, love every everything in life happens for a reason. Yeah. It's just the way you perceive it. Yeah. I mean, are you gonna something bad happens? Are you gonna be like, oh, what was me? I'm mm -hmm. just gonna fucking give up. No. no, there's no point in giving up. You gotta keep grinding. You know, life throws you a curveball. You just gotta fucking catch it, figure it out, and move on. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's so true. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it's a lot of a lot of the guests. They say the same thing in a thousand different ways, and I think that's the beauty behind it. Is because it really all just pushes to that one point. I'll just keep going. You know, I don't really know where I'm going, but I'm just gonna keep going. In and, mm -hmm. and uh, the path will show. And um, so. Matt, dude, I think your story is amazing. We appreciate you coming on. Pete, you got anything else? No, I don't think so. Anything else you want to touch on? Um, yeah, shout out to Nightlife Drip, my new t-shirt brand. Okay. Dropping okay. this Friday. Sick. We got t-shirts coming in. Super excited. Um, Fuck yeah. We'll I put links bless... in the description. Hell yeah. Yes, I got to bless you two with the t-shirt. I was awesome. hoping they would be fucking done by today. No. Thanks for wrapping our, our merch yeah. today. Right? Wait, what shirt are you wearing right now? Okay. Uh, Black soda clothes. Close it. That's a good I one. I did a lot of those on Friday. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, literally. You um, walked out on your tab on Friday. You fucking closed it. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> you got vodka soda and didn't close it. Just one? No, it was a pizza and other shit. Oh, fuck. But then I, I took a picture of your card in the Uber and sent it to Jojo. Okay. I think he needs. But a thank God we had JoJo working. Yeah, you need a special T-shirt that just says vodka soda. Yeah, <laughs> and then a strike through the closet. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> um, I'm not. The, I, I am sometimes that guy, and whatever. We're working on it. We're working on. It. We're working on. It. Um, Matt, man, I, I appreciate you, and I think you uh, are going to be very successful. And uh, I, appreciate I, I think you're a really good person, and I'm excited for people to watch this to. To know you like Steve, who have always kind of wondered about you, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know, and uh, and now you guys are BFFs, dude. Yeah. We're gonna be going to we're gonna be going to Rachel soon and doing an interview with him there. So oh, you're more than welcome to come along. He said we're gonna go to the VIP room. I don't know. I've never been to a strip club before, so I don't know what it's. You've like. You've never been to a strip club before? Never, dude. Um, <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> but you actually believe that the first time? <laughs> you said it with such a serious face. Um, What's the name of the uh, t-shirt brand one more time? Oh, uh, Nightlife Drip. Yeah, it's sick. And we're going to put the description for that, guys, below. Yeah. So yes. look for that. Um, thank you guys for watching, listening, viewing it, subscribing. This is the Millennial Mentality. It's been a long road, but we are so happy to be with you. We love you, and we will see you next time. Peace. Peace. But I've been nice like getting money, I'm almost stuck again Trying to stack a little dub, trying to catch a win And next time I drop a coupe, it's gonna be a twin turbo Always been a G, but I ain't never been a herd though Well, I'm switching